Yep, it's that time again, Coach's Rise time. This is Coach C. Collins, and I'm talking to you about basketball, AAU, uh, coaching, and just a little bit of everything in between to just hopefully illuminate and give some light to some of you coaches and people out there that are just trying to understand this crazy game of ours, uh, basketball, right now. So uh, today I want to wish everybody a happy Wednesday. It is December 16th. I hope everybody's doing okay. I know um, most of the country are, well, I shouldn't say most of the country. Sorry about that, y'all. My state, California, is uh, still under a lockdown by Governor Newsom. So, you know, I just wanted to get some content. Maybe some people can listen to it, check it out, bring a little light to your day. Take your mind off of a little bit of the craziness we're dealing with. But, uh, you know, I I hope everybody out there is staying safe and, um, you know, wearing your mask, keeping your social distance. you know, be taking care to value your family members because one thing with COVID, um, obviously because, you know, the the elderly community is more susceptible to the dangers of it, value your grandparents that much more. If you get lucky enough to even have your great-grandparents, value them that much more. So other, other than that, moving on to the subject, um, I just hope everybody's doing well uh, on this day. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about uh, what – I wanted to give some tips out there or maybe some perspective on what builds a successful AAU program and how to do it. Because the reality is you do have a lot of startup AAU programs, you know, mom and daddy lead other town select, right? You got plenty of those programs uh, kind of emerging more and more and more and more. Um, It's a statistical fact of the biggest, highest growth in the AAU spectrum uh, is, is basketball hands down it's just grown exponentially uh since uh the 70s and it's it's it doesn't seem to be stopping because i know every weekend when i go to tournaments or see other competition there's always new teams there there's kids playing on five or six different teams i mean so that shows there is a trend and there is a niche for uh aau keep growing at, at an exponential rate so With that being said, though, there are a lot of burnout teams. There's a lot of teams. uh, uh, Last episode on About That Life, me and Coach Jelby talked about this. There's a lot of teams that are here one year, gone the next. Um, There are a lot of teams that are, you know, around for a little while, then something severely bad happens, and then fucking Thanos comes, snaps his fingers, and, and everybody's gone, right? So, you know, the, it's it's very clear that there there is a high turnover rate in this field of uh, AAU, if you want to call it that. Um, basically, businesses that are opening, having grand openings and grand closings within the same year. Uh, one that I remember off the top of my head that was huge was this one called uh, Hot Shots Elite. And they're in a program at Courtside uh, right across from us. This guy named Lewis uh, started this program, uh, poached some of my kids, went after a lot of my kids, um, in, in, in AAU, and that just happens, you know. Unfortunately, that's just part of the process. But he made a lot of promises and made a lot of uh, people angry. And, you know, he, he, he was on social media flexing, like, this program is going to be this huge thing, and unfortunately it didn't, and it fizzled out, and a lot of people were irritated and, and left you know, with deficits, money spent, it, it was just a bad deal all around. And it, w- it was a shame to see from the outside looking in, watching families and people invest that money time and these kids invest that faith and yield no positive return. 
Uh, maybe there were some. I don't know. I'm not a part of that organization, so I don't know what it is. I can just say from the outside looking in, it, it was it was pretty – it imploded on itself pretty bad. So um, my tips today for you guys is how – if you're starting your AAU program, you're, you're a dad more than likely, um, or, you know, maybe you're just a guy passionate about basketball. You get 10 kids. You – Buy some jerseys, which quite honestly is the easiest fucking part of this whole process. Get some jerseys made. Uh, you can go on Instagram. They'll stalk you. Instagram people will reach out. Manufacturers will reach out to you to buy you, to get you to <laughs> buy their stuff. Um, you get the jerseys made. You get some socks, some shoes, maybe even some backpacks. You look all, you know, the part. You might even get a jump shoot, jumpsuit for yourself as a coach. Now you like, okay, now what do I do? Now we just go play and practice, and, and basketball just works out. Mm, not really. Not if you're trying to make a sustainable program, a sustainable company. Again, Coach Jelpy said it very well. There's uh, two business models you have to follow. I'm not going to get into those two. If you want to hear that, please refer to the About That Life uh, episode 13, and you're more than welcome to hear that. But the the reality is this. Um, the way – YBA has been able to be successful. I have been able to be successful is um, we follow a very simple business model, which is you you will get great staff and it will create great employees, basically, which are the kids. Right. The kids are are become the employees of our coaches. And what we did was what a lot of programs do is they try to recruit talent. They either try to recruit volume or talent. They get a bunch of kids that aren't very talented. And then that kind of fizzles out or they get a bunch of talented kids. And then those talented kids get poached by other programs because they all want to be the Kevin Durant's of their own place. So what we decided to do for the YBA formula was we said, you know what, we're just going to recruit great coaches. We're going to get coaches who are serious about coaching who are passionate about coaching, who will most likely have a coaching background, once we do that, then we will recruit whatever kids come. Because what we progressively found was if a kid is coached well, no matter what level he is, the the retention uh, rate in terms of the parents wanting to stay, the kid wanting to stay is high, the kids developing at a, you know, at a consistent rate, some obviously faster than others is high and the overall feel and atmosphere is high. It's more professional. It's more, it's more, it just runs smoother. The second thing that you really got to look at in your business model is you got to be on time. You got to be knowledgeable, period. Like I make it very clear. YBA Phoenix fitness is a business and I work my ass off 24 seven. I also actually have a nine to five on top of, being a small business owner and a co-director of this program. And I have to know my shit. You know, uh, Mark, Mark Cuban is the guy I listen to. I listen to a lot of people, actually, a lot of um, uh, motivational speakers, billionaires, you know, uh, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, Mark Cuban, you know, Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary, motivational speakers. I listen to Mel Robbins, Tony Robbins, um, uh, Les Brown, who, which I think is one of the most amazing speakers I've ever heard. Um, uh, E.T., Eric Thomas, uh, Inky Johnson. Uh, I mean, I, I, the list goes on. I listen to a lot of these people. Um, I, there's even a YouTuber named James Jenny. 
Janney, James Janney, I hope I said that right. Sorry if I didn't, brother. But um, he makes these amazing, like, 20-minute, 30-minute documentaries, just really expanding your mind on business and things like that. And so um, with that being said is one thing I've learned from their business model, they say, if you're going to come at me, like, this is war. You know, business is war, and that's the reality of it. Basketball, AAU, is a type of business, and it is war. But what I've learned is my competition is myself. I don't focus on the outside competition anymore. That's That used to be kind of a focus, but once I learned that if I'm just competing with myself, I'm competing with the program to make it better, and just focusing on improving that, whether it be making sure the baskets are clean, whether it be making sure the ba- the bathrooms we have at our facility always have uh, uh, toilet paper and paper towels accessible. I mean, those little things are what set, set you apart from everybody else. I don't worry about the competition out there. I know they're always planning to attack. I always, uh, uh, the, you have to always think if you are successful, there are those that are looking to take your space they're looking to attack they're looking to get over on you and what you have to do is you have to be more knowledgeable than them you have to be uh, ready and have your defenses and your walls set up but it doesn't mean you have to fixate on them just know that they're there know they exist and prepare so my thing is it's very similar to coaching if you don't know your shit like I do it's going to get real obvious and my teams are going to beat you pretty bad You know, if you do know your shit, then it's going to be a little more of strategic warfare. And I will make my necessary adjustments to overall, I think, in my position, beat most of the teams I play against. Which, again, I don't think I would have the reputable brand or I don't think uh, people would recognize who I am if I was just some random losing coach. I think it's because of the success that uh, I've been able to have with the teams that I coach and the success that the kids under me have been able to have. That is why anybody recognizes what I do. And if it comes across as I'm very proud of the accomplishments, you're fucking right I am. Why would I not be take pride in the thing that I work so passionate and hard for? I believe anyone, anyone out there should absolutely do that. doesn't mean that's the first conversation piece with everyone I talk to. It absolutely isn't. But you should be very proud of the things you accomplish and the things you get done if you are passionate about it. If this is something you focus those precious hours and minutes and seconds doing every day in your life. So, you know, it, it's, it's very powerful to me. I um, The biggest thing I could also tell you is for a lot of uh, uh, coaches, directors of some of these small programs, um, there's a book uh, – so for me, just a little insight on me, I, I try to read three books a year, just three. One is usually a basketball book. Uh, the last one I read was uh, Maverick by Phil Jackson. Um, the other one is typically a societal book, whether it be like race relations or some type of biography. Uh, I, um, right now I'm reading uh, Against All Odds by Dakosi. Uh, De- 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 not shit I can't say this to a guy's name I'm so sorry about that uh, uh but I think it's not Tahisi not Tahisi sorry um and then uh one is uh, uh typically a business book a business or a educational book right now is uh one I'm reading the power of now uh one particular author that I like his name is MJ DeMarco or DeMarco MJ DeMarco he uh wrote a book called Unscripted. Uh, he's a business guy, business capitalist, very successful guy. Uh, he talks about what's called uh, uh, action faking. 
uh, fake action. Uh, there's a, just because you're necessarily doing a lot doesn't mean that you're getting shit done. Uh, the biggest example I can give you is, um, for instance, you can listen to a bunch of uh, uh, YouTubers, a bunch of motivational speeches, all saying the same thing, like, hey, get out there, hustle, 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 get out there, get out there, hustle, hustle, hustle. But if you don't have a focus, if you don't have a mapped out clear plan and you're just hustling for the sake of hustling, then you're not getting anything done. You're, you're doing fake action, you know, action faking. Uh, if you sit there, like, for instance, this is an example in terms of the basketball world for action faking. Uh, if a kid comes and trains with me for an hour, um, that's great. But if that's all he does for that one week, that one hour he trains with me and he does absolutely nothing else working on basketball, working to better his game, then he's doing what's called action faking. He's doing the bare minimum or what he believes is the process in order to become an elite basketball player. Instead of taking the tools and things that I've taught him in that one hour and expanding it and utilizing it and taking those drills and doing them on his own, if not enhancing those drills on he or she on his own, that's called action faking. That one hour with me ain't going to be a fuck enough when there's, what, 167 hours in a week? That one hour ain't going to do shit for me. Then That's not going to do enough to make you succeed. That's just giving you one building block, one piece of the puzzle for you to keep making the portrait yourself. You know what I mean? But again, there are some kids, some people that love action faking. So they'll do that one hour action and then act like that fulfills a whole week's worth of work. So that's my example. So for a lot of you, a you startups you do a lot of fake action action faking you'll do all the social media posts you'll buy some jerseys you'll do that but are you really talking to each individual parent are you really talking to the directors and networking or if you have a high school program or if your team's transitioning to high school are you really getting to know college coaches are you networking with other coaches are you working with people are you doing the necessary steps to put your program and your kids in a step-by-step process that will help them to achieve the final goal which is to play collegiate basketball because that is where aau basketball ends you got to understand that's the always the end game for us Yes, we have a business model. Yes, we have bills to play. Yes, I want to pay my coaches. Yes, I want to pay my trainers. Yes, I want to make some money myself. Yes, I want people to uh, see all the work we do here and how great it is. But the end game, the end goal is to watch the kids that I've built relationships with, that I'm passionate about, transition to college and live their dream and success. And if I'm lucky enough and if they're lucky enough that one of those kids happen to make it to the NBA or get to play professionally overseas, I'm more than proud of them. And that's, they show that model and example of, look, it is possible. Will it happen? Will most of you fail? Absolutely. Will most of you give up? Absolutely. But if you're that select few, it is possible. So I believe if you follow some of these business models, If you listen to some of the things I'm saying, rewind it if you got to and listen to it a couple of times. Coaches, parents, whoever's listening out there, you know, if you don't do fake action, if you really go out there and get to the nitty gritty, if you focus on being a great coach and not necessarily having great players, right? 
if you focus on being very punctual, very structured, very on time, everything laid out on having a great uh, website where they can have all the information, not doing last second fees. Oh, yeah, shit. Oh, I forgot we got it. We owe this this gym 40 bucks. Uh, Can you all shoot me five bucks? Like making sure everything is transparent and upfront, I think, is the business model for success. And also, also the last but not least key factor is you have to understand it's going to be a slow process. YBA has been around 17 years. It started from Kenji coaching his sons and a couple of teams, and it evolved into what we are today to where that now I'm the co-director and he's kind of helped, you know, transitioned out and given me and Eric G the keys to the castle. It's not about I need all this at once. You have to understand if you're not in it for the long game, if you're not in it for the slow burn, then you're going to struggle because this is a long man sport. But with all that being said, hopefully I gave you guys some good information. This is just my take on things. This is just my opinion. Uh, if you want to hit me up, you're more than welcome to. Uh, remember, my social media is Hoopstar I am. Uh, if you want, you can also follow about that life. But I definitely suggest listening to some of our main episodes as we try to keep good content coming. I'm going to try to keep pushing it out to you. Stay safe during this COVID time. Stay safe during this pandemic. I mean, life can't stop, but we got to do the best we can, right? Uh, Hopefully, um, you're enjoying the content. If you have any suggestions, if you want to hit me up and just say, hey, Chris, I love what you're doing. Hey, what you're doing? That's please feel free. Check out the YouTube as well. Um, If you made it to the end, I really appreciate it. You know, hit that follow, uh, follow button on the podcast or on Spotify or on iTunes, wherever podcasts are. And we'll have more of the main show for you. But I definitely appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time to listen, giving me 15 to 20 to 25 minutes of your day. It's definitely appreciated. I wish you all the best. And we out.